and welcome to Elite Cadre, the Hordes of War Machine podcast that doesn't take itself too seriously. I'm, I'm Mike. Alex. I'm Alex. I'm Kurt. I'm Banish. There we go. We've got a vaguely right number of people here. Um, who... What was impressive was the way you interrupted Alex in order to do the intro to stop him interrupting him. That I like. <laughs> Don't do it it didn't go unnoticed. Yeah, it's good. I like it. Do it next time. It's good. <laughs> there won't be a next time. Ah. Yes, because Alex Christ. isn't coming on again. Um... <laughs> True. <laughs> Anyway, well, all I'm saying is that after the ETC, he will probably be dead, so he won't want to come on again. It's all right. He's just going to sit there while we do the work. It's fine. He's in charge. Mm. He's in charge. He's going to put on his... uh, Charge. He's going to put USS this shit hat on. And um, I, I think what we should do is redirect all the rules questions to Alex. I, think I do, because what's a, what's a which rule? He will flip a coin and then go, that guy wins. What's what's the latest uh, what's the latest infernal ruling, Alex? Twelve. That's a good question. There we go. It, well, it's funny you should mention the latest infernal rulings. <laughs> Segway. Yeah. This week we've had the June 2017 dynamic update to War Machine. That's that game that everybody that's not playing 40k plays, right? Pretty much. Yeah. Um, what, is it, what is that again? Sorry. Oh yeah. Hang on. Wait. Yeah. I'll read it. So the June 2017 dynamic update is a collection of infernal rulings along with some bundled up CID stuff that's just there to improve quality of life, yay, Um, I guess. So we'll take a a quick look through it and get some thoughts on what's going on there. Uh, Some of it we've already discussed before because CID happened, Um, so we can just have a, a, a quick jaunt. So first up we have Signar. Uh, where the why? why? Uh, because privateer like them most. Uh, well, clearly, yes. Yeah. Uh, the Stormblade officer and standard. Uh, the lightning pod. Have uh, both had uh, changes to the conductor special rule, um, which is just pretty much a terminology change. Uh, it just makes it so it's a special attack um, rather than. Storm call. Um, it's basically a way of keeping everything together and unified. So nothing major there. Uh, big change to this Storm Strider. As discussed before, it's getting more damage boxes. Uh, loses kinetic accumulator, which is the uh, when it gets hit, it gains power tokens. Uh, gains build up power and conductor. So uh, when it advances, it gains D3 power tokens, which you can use to. Boost one attack or damage roll for each token. And Conductor, which is when a friendly storms with Stormcaller makes a surge or triangulation special attack. This model is considered to be another friendly storms with Stormcaller. Yay. Woo! Mm. It puts the Stormcaller into a space where you might use it. it means you have to play Signal first, don't you? But yes. Point taken. So, fairly light touch with that one. Pretty much just admin and a little bit of an update to the Stormstrider. Good. So, on to the Protectorate of Menoth. Uh, Hyrox Varius, his admonisher special rule. Um, The first sentence is replaced by, when an enemy model is directly hit by an attack with this weapon, the D3 nearest enemy models within 4 inches of the model hit suffer an unboostable power 10 magical damage roll. Now, I believe the change here is the same one the Vest of Judgment got. Which is it makes this unboostable, so it's just not quite as useful. Don't everyone speak of all at once. People are depressed already. <laughs> I love man. Uh, Vessel of Judgment is the other thing that we're changing men off. Uh, the subtype line, I believe, has had Screwtator, 
added to it. Um, and it, it's got an increased health. Divine Wrath has had its range reduced, but it also now has reload one. Hmm. Um, Bonds of Faith is a new miracle for it. So this model can use this miracle once per turn uh, at any time during its activation. Remove D3 damage points from other friendly faction models in this model's command range. Okay. When the miracle is used, enemy upkeep spells and anime or on models units in this model's command range immediately expire. A spellcaster can keep any of its upkeep spells in play by suffering D3 damage points per spell. Is that... Uh, sorry, is that... Um... Warrior models only, or does it, with regards friendly, to the D3 damage, it's just friendly models. Oh, okay. Remove D3 damage models from other friendly models in this mod's command range. Hmm. Yeah. So, so, in yeah, that's basically remote repair on Warjacks. Doesn't say no Warcaster either. Yeah, that's pretty filthy. Like that. Um, one of the big things it's meant to do is it's meant to re-enable things like Bastions. It's meant to re-enable people using the, the vassal. I don't. I don't think anything can re-enable bastions. Hey, that was the intention with that rule change to bring no, the base models back in. I was thinking actually more. It's just it's not a way to get people to put the vessel adjustment on the table. I thought eight yeah. boxes would do that. You know, they're not getting eight boxes back. Benj, give it up. Well, those are troll boxes you're talking about. Those filthy troll boxes. Oh, yeah. Um, next, we move on to Kador. Um, so, Supreme Commandant Irusk is Artifice of Deviation. Uh, Nair grants color if you're completely within. Oh, okay. Which limits it a little. You know, it's not terrible. It makes sense. It's... A lot of other, thing, other things have gone that way, haven't they? Yes. Yeah. Um, which... It's got its benefits and its problems. I still cite the one with forests as the biggest problem, which annoys me to no end because it's absolutely illogical that you should go from not being visible behind a forest to being completely visible when you put a toe in to then walking forwards and gaining plus two defense once you're completely within. If it's a two-inch forest, yes. Well, uh, no, if it's anything... Less uh, than three-inch, yeah. Yeah, which is madness. Hell, it can be uh, anything up to just under five inches across if you're walking a warjack into there. Okay, yeah. So it's 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 not ideal as a rule. I mean, it works on a purely functional level. It's it's very clear cut and easy to understand. But at the same point, it's completely logical. Um. Anyway, Oleg Strakov, um, overrun has been altered. Um. Which apparently was to do with an unforeseen interaction with, with the impact attacks of Callus 2. Uh, so, yes. Um, so, it's been changed to read when target model in the Spellcaster's battle group destroys one or more enemy models with an attack during its combat action. Immediately after the attack is resolved, one model in the Spellcaster's battle group that is in its control range can make a full advance, then over and expires. The change was to make it during the model's combat action, basically. Yay. Okay. Yep. Um, Glad that's been changed. Yeah, it's a very important change. Yep. Um, Strakov 2 has had some minor changes uh, to when his battle maneuvers affect things, which were just clarifications, really. It's, so, good, that Mike, it's good that Mike's um, on the ball with us, isn't he? He enjoys the Kador stuff. Kador's just not as. I could say that about something. I know use another word, but I'll come back to it later. They just put 17 jacks on the table and walk forwards. Yeah. 
or 3,000 Winterguard. Your choice. Um, so Winterguard gun carriage, that I believe pretty much made it through the last round of COD untouched. So it gains boxes, goes down in cost. Loses a truckload of boxes. Let's be clear. A truckload yeah. of boxes. Goes up to 38 damage boxes. Can it... Can it um... Impact attack all the days long, like the wall wagon can. Uh, yes, because it's got line breaker, it's got crushing weight, knockdown, mm. and ton of bricks. Yeah, it's just the same, isn't it? So not required to be yeah. three inches, but it, it can't attack the same impact the same wall twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's absolutely filthy, frankly. Um, the, the new gun carriage should be fun, and it's going to be awful to get rid of. Yep, you haven't even got a cruel stone behind it. Ugh. Gator does not need this crossed thing. It's just armor 20 already. It's fine. Oh, okay. Either 19 or 20. I can't remember if time. Okay. So that, that that's Kador, which it's mostly clarifications and a gun carriage. Cricks. Moving on. There's a lot of Cricks. I'm not doing all of Cricks. Banes. That's what it's the Banes CID made it, isn't it? Yeah, it, it's mostly Banes. Um, no, nobody listens to this podcast is going to want to hear that, apart from maybe yeah. Matt. Mortadebra gets the same overrun change that um, Strakov had. The Desecrator gets increased range, increased power, um, and... Ooh, actually improved version. Ooh. An interesting version of Scather, um, which, um, when it fires, the attack's AoE is a hazard that remains in play for one round. Non-undead models entering or ending their activations in the AoE suffer one point of corrosion. That's pretty nifty. I didn't really follow that. But I've dropped that on the floor. Basically, it's an AoE that hurts things that aren't undead. Okay. It's that simple. Um, so the Sepulchres had a change uh, to Necro Harvester. I don't know enough to know what the change is. And War Room has automatically updated. So be aware it's changed. Apparently the change, though, was... Um, to make uh, to to encourage people who had mech thrall and brute thrall armies to include the colossal in the theme. Uh, Bane knights have added set defense and steel wall. Um, so if you charge them, you're minus two to hit. And while they're base to base with another model of the unit, they gain plus two arm. Lovely. Yeah, that's that's unpleasant. Uh, <laughs> Say the least. Yeah. It makes them much more defensive unit, gives them an actual place in things, which is nice. I suppose, ish. Cricks. Yeah. Cricks aren't allowed nice things, we know this. John will get happy and stuff. Can't have nice things. Oh, he's moved on to Wild West Exodus now, he's, he's long gone. Yeah. Uh, Bane Riders get a mat increase. Oh, I say, so I'm saying that, just coming back to that point, Smog comes back. Yes, well we'll talk about that in a bit. Or we could talk about it now, I don't know, who cares? No, we'll talk about it a bit, carry on as we are. Uh, Bane Riders uh, gain an inch on their melee, as well as Mat 7. They lose Curse, which is interesting, uh, and gain Vengeance. Oh, they don't need that. Yeah. No, they've only got one inch melee. Increase the range of the Bane Blade to two. Wait, what? That was the first <laughs> thing he said. You weren't listening. Oh, I missed yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, they're now... Because as you say, vengeance, vengeance without vengeance. reach is a bit rubbish. I agree. So, they now the new... Cav that breaks the game that everyone can complain about. I don't think they are. I think that's probably still Stormlancer. Oh, okay. 
So, uh, Bane Warriors uh, went down in cost. They're now um, three. 16 points for a leader and nine gun. Uh, nine grunt. But it, <laughs> yeah, the, the, the dev explanation. If you do want to find the dev explanations, they're on PP's site in, under the dynamic update. Uh, but the dev explanation is Bane Warriors had all the stats and rules we wanted to see on the unit. Reducing their points simply makes them a more attractive option. Y yes, that but is a true statement. They appear to have learned how to get players to take things. It was like, well, this is terrible. Let's take a point off. Or two well, points okay. off it. Mm. This is now merely mediocre. We can take this. Um, they also reduced the cost of the officer in standard um, and moved the granted tough rule from the officer to the standard bearer. Mm. Um, and Voidbringer... This model can use Voidbringer once per game at any time during the unit's activation. When this model uses Voidbringer, return D3 plus 1 destroyed grunts to the unit. How many times can you do that? Uh, that's once per game at any time. Okay. When you think, okay. What's this one again? Sorry. The that's UA. Yeah, that's on the new rule on the, the main draw UA. Yes. Um, however, they must forfeit combat actions this activation. So, uh, brute thralls increase death to twelve, and increase the range of the steam fist to an inch. Which that's that's decent. Yeah. Makes it a little bit more survival and means they'll they can actually get into melee now. Actually, we have to use this word survivable as much as possible during this podcast in that context. Okay. Just for Russ. I don't know if Russ really listens, but just for Russ, we're going to do it a lot. Okay. Oh, yes, after his Facebook message the other day. Okay. Yeah. Um, and survivable indices or survivable indexes, just for the hell of it as well. Anyway, Mech Thralls, Leader of Nine Grunts, is now nine points. They also have a death bump. Yeah, so they're, they're cheaper and better. I, I, I'm getting worried now. Yeah, there's a theme. There's a theme. There's a theme. I don't mean a quick theme. I mean there's a theme. Oh, let's put it in CID. Oh, wait, it comes out with more stuff and it's cheaper. Why is that? Because no one was playing it before. When's that going to end? Yeah. Uh, Necrosurgeon Stitch Draws have a lot of changes. Um, I don't think people want us to read all those out. Yeah. I don't want us to read all those out. Basically, they, they've been changed so that they can now sack porn onto thralls. Any thralls, which, ugh. yeah. Uh, oh, and they can now put models in any thrall unit. What? Any small base thrall unit. Bane thralls. They can put unit admin to bane thralls rather what? than. If so bane they're like mini Tartaruses. If, if bane warriors are thralls, which well, they are, I, I don't, I don't actually know. Have they had that type removed from? So they have a mini feet that can add unit, add, add things to the unit. They have Tartarus who can add stuff to the unit, and now, now, they, what? There's like a unit that keeps growing and regurgitating itself. Actually, no, bane warriors are not thralls. Oh, really? Yep. Good. So that would be silly. I imagine that's why they're not called bane warrior, bane trolls anymore. Yep. So you've got bile thralls. That's very steep, thralls, Mechanothralls, uh, and stitch thralls. Which isn't quite as bad when you think about it. So it gives them more options, but also limits them as to what they can uh, affect. So not terrible. You've got Bane Lord Tartarus, who's had a reduction in points, an increase in mats. And, and six more abilities. Pardon? And six more abilities. No. That was a theme, you see. It's reducing the direction and cost. No, not quite. Um, he's had curse removed. But, yeah. However, 
Just read veteran leader, though. Yes. No, no curse, yeah. but, you know. However, he's got veteran leader Bane. So other friendly Bane models gain plus one to attack rolls while they're in his command range. Which is basically sim- simpler and faster. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Makes it much easier to deal with. Uh, then finally for Cricks, as we've gone through before, the Wraith engine, more damage boxes... Loses cleave, gains rapid strike. Um, soul bondage is replaced. Uh, uh, oh, so it can, it can make machine thrall, uh, machine wraiths rather. Um, that, that's nice. Um, <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, and then, as we said, unhallowed has been changed from incorporeal to undead. So undead models in its command range gain plus two armor against ranged and magic. Good. Aren't we all feeling special? Oh yeah, Crips so lovely. Well, um, Matt is anyway, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, next up, retribution. Mm. Benji's favourite. It's one of the Nissor. Yeah. Um. So the first sentence of the last word special rule. Becomes when this model is disabled by an enemy attack, and any time except while it's advancing, it can immediately advance up to three inches and make one basic melee attack, which is apparently a clerical change to clarify the time. Mm. Uh, the only other change retribution get is on the Archantric Force Generator, which became slightly nuts. Yeah, it's um, a range support powerhouse of insanity levels. Yep. So go. <laughs> I like the just just the, the list. It's like incre- increase the point cost, which. Uh, but increase the arm, increase the wrath, um, remove dual shot and range booster, um, add the carapace rule, and add the focused power special rule. Wow. So that that's kind of a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, and also, Destructor becomes damage rolls from this attacker automatically boosted. That's rather nice. Yeah. Yeah, Destructor Destructor's really nice. So you can have a you can put some hurt out there from far away now. Yep. Please play battle engines, please. And you can snipe it as well to make it even worse. Please, no one's playing battle engines, please. Look, they're really good now. Play them. Uh convergence. Convergence, despite what people said, they they've actually had stuff happen. Nerfed probably. Too powerful before. Uh Iron Mother has had a clarification. Which one's that? Is that a light warjack? No. No, no, not quite. <laughs> Uh, a clarification on um, her feet, which was apparently due to an, a, a weird interaction. So, yeah, but nobody could tell what it was because it's, it's it's convergence. No one cares. No. Um, Tim cares. Yeah, the transfinite emergency proje- emergency hey, projector. That's I will, boxes. Have, I will have you know. Oh dear, he's talking again. Yes, three people in the ETC care about. Uh, out of how many people? Uh, over a hundred. So your line could have been. Well, it's relevant. Three people is three people. So, so they are less than the one percent. Yes, they are. But however, however, nobody cares about minions. That's not right. Really, you got no minions at all. No minions at all. Oh my word! How much Kado? Uh, well, hey, let's play a game. Well, no, we'll, we'll talk about this later. Yeah, we'll talk yes, about yes, later. Yes, yeah. yeah, we'll talk about the ETC later. Um, we haven't even talking about talked about the Welsh talking about. My God, my English. Uh, mercenaries, yeah, they they got they got changes. Yeah, Damiano had a duration applied to uh, his uh, battle maneuvers. Yeah, calm down, uh, Mike. You're getting too excited. Yeah, that sounds like a much needed change. Yeah, I agree. It does. 
Hammer Full Siege Crawler did get changes. Uh, went down in cost, gained many, 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 many boxes. Got slower. Um, no, he didn't. Fortunately. Uh, roadblock Ooh, is gone because it's too hard to use. Speed 2, yeah. Speed 2. When it charges, it's faster than when it runs. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it gained Periscope. This model can use Periscope once per activation at any time. Choose an enemy model in this model's line of sight. That model loses stealth for this round. So I just that's just made me think of Jamie and the Magic Torch and the stupid Periscope coming up out of the ground. But nobody else is going to get that unless they're a certain age. None of you, none of you are. I, I vaguely get it. Mm. Uh, only through an awareness of Jamie and the Magic Torch from like years later. Um, <laughs> and it keeps Reinforcements Relic, which allows to sort of just drop out D3 dwarves a turn. Um, lays them. I believe it lays them. Uh, pretty much. I, I like it. I might actually play it. And it's also now included in the theme force, which means as part of that, for every 20 points you get a thing, it's now part of that. So it's basically the 20 points on its own. Almost. Please play this, please. Yeah. Kurt, you can be, you can be interested now. Oh, trolls. Yep, we're on to trolls. So, uh, Hallock Doomshaper had a uh, guardian beast became optional so you don't have to trigger it when something goes. oh that's good because uh, you could bait it before yeah yeah so so now that's optional uh you also have the war wagon which insanity in went down in cost gained damage boxes increased power gained crushing weight gained shooting gallery um gained knockdown and ton of bricks but lost momentum and lost trample it's awesome it's awesome it can it can track it can um Impact attack without having to move three inches. Yep. It could just keep going. And it gets boosted trample attacks. So it just goes trample, 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 shoot, shoot, trample, trample. Great. Not uh, trample. But but not actually trampling. It's charging, into, into, but it keeps just keep contacting and killing stuff. And it's got weapons platform, hasn't it? Yes. Yeah, so it can. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, circle. And you can run it around with its own little stone, keeping it at armor 20 or 21. Mm. But you'd like that. Yeah. On to circle. Una. Also had the Guardian Beast change that became optional. It's a lovely sculpt, isn't it? Una? Yep. It's yep. Um, one might almost say, um, no, survivable. Move on. <laughs> Sorry, that was a bit mean. Sorry. Do you want to tell people who sculpted Una? I believe Russ Charles sculpted Una. There we go. What sort of uh, survival talk about? There so, was a long thing on Facebook about people misusing the word survivable because it doesn't mean able to survive. At all, it means exactly. It doesn't mean the opposite, but it means um, that you could survive it. Yeah. So, um, it, and there was quite a rant and a conversation on Facebook about it, and um, I didn't actually get it to start off with until I went away, looked at it, and chatted with my other half, and went, "Oh yeah, it really does mean that." But I, I think the trouble is with words in the dictionary is after a while, if you use a word incorrectly, it if ever enough people start using it that way, it becomes a definition of it, even if it's an alternate definition. Okay. It's literally topsy turvy. It's great. Yeah. Um, so next change, Celestial Fulcrum gains boxes. I feel like I've said that a lot. Uh, loses Fury Generator, but gains Fury Bank, Pair of the Stones, and Veteran Leader Black Clat. Um, so uh, Fury Bank is where the Warlock can put um, Fury onto it, up to three points at any one time, and it can spend them to stack of damage rolls which is pretty good um just you know turn one oh no i've got some spare fury guess i'll throw some on the fulcrum and veterinary the black clad is just filth uh oh it also loses smoke from its flame blast oh but 
We've been through that one before. Right, next up onto everyone's favourite faction, Scorn. Who plays Scorn? Siege uh, Anamantrax is the only changed model. It's now Speed 8. It's now Armour 20. You're just trolling now. It's gone up to 35 damage boxes. Just trolling now. Its tail has gone up to range 2. Uh, it loses the plus 1 speed for Cantankerous for rage tokens. Um, oh, yes. Um, <laughs> during its activation, this model can make initial attacks with these weapons, and I can't remember which ones those are, before it makes its normal movement. <laughs> so it can free itself, move, and then attack again. Uh, loses critical smite. Oh, well. But gains knockdown on its tail. <laughs> which is... Uh, Frank... Uh, uh, yeah. It, uh, so, so what it is, what it is clearly, is Chris has got this nice new job in the city and is now a bit flush and he's spent some of that hardened cash getting the Alamantrax upgraded, clearly. What, he's blinged it, he's blinged it out? Or he's bribed someone, is what I was actually saying without trying to say the word be the bribe. Because I have to cut in because I can't stand that thoughts that he's been, been blinged. But yes. Yeah, there we go. I'm accusing him directly of bribery even though he's a registered judge. Fair enough. I registered um, drugs. That too. Both apparently. <laughs> yes. The, the the independent attack rule, by the way, is on the uh, the spears. So it gets one attack in its left and one attack in its right field before it moves, at which point it can still charge, hit something um, 11, 13 inches away with its club tail, which is, okay, only mat six. But PNS 18 with knockdown. Sounds reasonable. That's pretty filthy. They've had a bad time scoring, haven't they? Oh, and you can still charge it up with rage tokens as well, which oh. you can use to make additional attacks. <laughs> yeah, that seems pretty tasty. But it's scorned. Yeah, it is scorned. Which is a built-in downside all of its own. Okay, on to Legion. Callus got the same overrun change everyone else did because, of course, they have to fix it. The Throne of Everblight reduced in point cost, gained boxes, got more tentacles, lost a hell of a lot of rules, um, Bone Picker, Death Feast, and the Feeding, gained Ice Cage. Uh, okay, got a, a rule change on Necrophage, which is this model can make one magic ability special attack each time it destroys or removes from play one or enemy more enemy models with a melee attack during its activation, um, which seems pretty good. Uh, and gain snacking. Doesn't need that. I don't know. Uh, basically, apparently they wanted to focus it on more anti-infantry role while maintaining a moderate anti-armor punch. Hmm. And they apparently aggressively costed it at 16 points. Aggressively costed? Yeah. Okay. Uh, minions... Arcadius got the same Guardian Beast change everyone else did. Sturm and Drang. Uh, the feet was changed so that um, the, base, the base fury is reduced to one for War Beasts in the control range. Uh, oh. It, apparently there's some very strange interactions. Again. Um, and also Struggle of the Wheels now says you have to choose which one you are before the game as well. Yes. Oh. Before, well, not, not at the start of the first turn, before you kick out. Yeah, before It'd the be game. It would be unusual starts. to be drang, really, wouldn't it? But yeah. yeah. Before the start of the game and at the start of your each of your maintenance phases after your first turn. Yeah. Because apparently there's a wording issue with it not affecting the start of the game. Oh, okay. Uh, meat Thresher. <laughs> reduced point cost. More boxes. Wow. More boxes. Yep. Yeah. Uh, More boxes. 
Reduced wrath on the hailer, but increased power. And it also gained volume fire. Um, it gained exhaust fumes and turned up the heat, which is where... Uh, oh, when this model advances during its normal movement for one round, other friendly models gain concealment while within three inches of it. Nice. Note, not friendly faction. Friendly. Friendly. Oh, that's unusual for that kind of thing. Yep. Uh, turn up the heat uh, is where it can suffer D3 damage points to gain plus two speed for it. <laughs> Approved. Uh, um, Sacra Vault, reduced cost, more boxes, higher rats. Reduce the wrath of Spectral Fury. Um, I don't know what the change there is there. But I'm guessing it must work for more factions. It will now work for Circle, Legion, and Trollbloods. No. Cycle Vault. That's the same, yeah. Yeah, it just says replace the text of the minion special rule with the following. Unless, perhaps, it used to work for Scorn. No, I don't think it did. Well, that might, that might be the obvious choice, I suppose, really. Obvious I'll, I'll answer. I'll turn off the signal on my phone and go in there and find out. Um, it gains telemetry. So other friendly faction models gain plus two to magic attacks rolls against enemy models in its command range. Um, it gains... Uh, so it changes deathly domination. But I don't know what the original rule was, so I'm not going to bother. And gains reload two. There are then multiple theme for Serata that I'm not going to go into because... So, looking at it, I'm surprised these are out as soon as they are. Uh, it must be because of I large th- events coming up soon. I thought all these would be saved for lock and load. Mm. Maybe they're trying to jazz it up a bit. What, you mean have lock and load be one of the first big events with Battle End? Kind of. I mean, there are, for a start, it's a big show, isn't it? So, getting uh, the MAR centerpiece models yep. that get people talking. One key thing here. So, so, Alex, are you playing the ETC with or without the errata? Uh, well, the errata is, is canon now, isn't it? So, yes. There we go. From the man himself. I do remember previous years where there were discussions of um, if Irata would be played with or not. Well, rules is rules, isn't it? I don't think there's enough people at this point in time to kick up a fuss, really. And a team tournament's a team tournament. Yeah, Debbie Downer. Uh, well, I'm not being that down. Debbie Downer. I, I, I could go for downhill into a dramatic snowball, which then sees me taking all my miniatures outside and doing a bonfire and dancing around it. But that is not going to happen. Ah, the, the the overreaction to Age of Sigma. Yeah, that that could be. Yeah, fun to watch. That was just agony. Like that is several thousand pounds worth of miniatures of well of well painted miniatures. That's the, that was years of. Collecting, just all down the shitter. No, oh, really. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fantasy of Age of Sigma. Are you talking? Yeah. yeah. It, the rounds went. Did you not see that? Sorry. Did you not see it? No. Uh, when Age of Sigma came out, there was one big player in the community who basically took several thousand pounds of. Was it Dark Elves? Um, I, I don't know. There's a lot of cavalry. That's all I can let, remember. Let's, let, let's pretend it was Dark Elves. Um, took several thousand pounds worth of well-painted Dark Elves outside, put them on a board and said, here is what I think to your new rule set and set the lot on fire. Wow. Do you know, do you know what I've seen with 40k? More than Age of, Age of Sigmar. The new 40k is that it's drawing a lot of people back into it because it looks fun. And there are people who are going, you know, we can't do this anymore, we can't do that. And it's like, well, that was unfun and nobody liked doing that except you. I think they're going, well, that's it. I think they're going to alienate 
attract a different fan base that was actually a very small part of yes what what, what 40k what the image of 40k <laughs> yes, was yeah um that's a good thing if it's a fun skirmish size game with three different modes by the looks of it have at it people yeah. can play different games and that yeah. i think the visceral reaction to the age of sigma thing came from the dramatic end times that they yeah. just gone through and people saw a lot of their choices invalidated um which is, is what's uh, been happening in 40k for years mm. That's why I walked away from 40k in the first place. Was because was suddenly my Black Templar wasn't going to go. For Age of Sigmar, as far as I'm aware, everything is playable. Uh, there's, well, no, there's no choice in validation there, as far as, as far as I'm aware. Well, remember what happened to Wood Elves? They disappeared. There were a few more examples of things that the fluff they, basically. They might have disappeared, but they produced stats for everything for Age of Sigmar. Mm. Um, some of the older models that were destroyed got some very funky rules to kind the, of the reason the, the very try-hard players from um, playing them. But yeah, so I thought that was it. a very interesting technique. But it did they they destroyed. I think more than anything, I think it was a visceral reaction to the destruction of the law, basically. Because let's face it, eighth uh, what was eighth was stagnating and then they they did a dramatic sweep they changed they killed lots of things off and then they took it to these what are they orbs that basically all go around dimensions and all this jazz yeah it's it's all uh it all got a bit it's it's no more or less ridiculous than the pre-existing <laughs> it's just different yeah. yeah. At the end of the day, you're still having fiction to justify, like, a large armies of plastic models facing off against each yep. other. Um, and Warhammer's, Warhammer's law had already been messed about with God knows how many times. Oh yeah, it's it's a separate yeah. fantasy fantasy environment. Rather, but wait, it's a planet in the Imperium, kind of not. Oh no, wait, it's well, not that. Oh wait, is that the same on both? No, no, they're not. Yeah, whatever. Are Eldar and Elves the same thing? Well, yeah, but no, but yeah, but no. Yeah. Basically, I, I think that the, the, the choice for GW was they were either going to do what they did and turn it into Age of Sigmar, which is a gateway game, or they were just going to can it. Mm. Because it had been dropping in sales like a stone for years. They didn't really have a choice. No. And, so, they, and they very much used it as a test bed for New 40K. Yeah, which is, which has obviously been the biggest seller for a very long time, and um, needed refreshing as well because it was sliding now. It was I mean, sliding at that point. I mean, that game's topsy turvy, isn't it? As well, I mean, the fluff is going in different directions and everything. Oh, the the, the some of the fluff just makes no sense for forty k whatsoever. But to be honest, okay. it's decently well written, so you yeah. don't really care. Mm -hmm. And some of it's well written as in the books some of the books are well written and that reinforces and allows you to kind of let go of some of the stuff that isn't I think, I think part of the thing is that for 40k it's a big enough universe that every player can have their own like personal head cam uh, head canon of what it is mm. um, and that's okay because given that the whole universe is based around this sort of swirling mass of chaos and you know, it, political infighting in the Imperium, and it's fine to just go, yep, this is what I believe about it. That's that's as far as the story goes in my head, and that's fine. Yeah. There's innumerable worlds for you to invent your own fiction on and go from there. Create your own chapters, do what you like with it. 
Yeah, that's the problem with a fantasy world, which is confined to one planet, isn't it? Some still, con- still got other constants and stuff, though, haven't you? Still got quite. You, you have, yeah, but not to the same degree. I agree. You can't. There was never quite the creativity. I was going to say a, a lot of the old world in Warhammer was never even mapped out not on, in the main book, anyway, um, mm-hmm. because they never include. Well, I don't think they ever included maps that specifically include things like Cathay, did they? They said mm. it's over there a bit. It's over there somewhere. Yeah, they tried. They had to maintain some mystery, I guess, in the in the whole thing. So, no. Yeah. Anyway, that's a, that, that, that's a little mention of um, Games Workshop. Um, I, I'm enjoying it. Cool. And, well, and, I'm, and it was talk stick. about it more on the in the. Um, okay, so that. In the, any other business. Yes. Good plan. Um, up next is a quick discussion of the fact that. Well, one of our favourite things is back. Smogcom. Mm-hmm. In, in its traditional form. Yep. Um, well, John, John Webb has decided to go for another world round with it. I think it's going to be closed this time, though, isn't it? Ah. <laughs> and it's going to be a uh, multi-game event again after what is it, th- three years of being PP only. Yes, mm. I think so. Outstanding. So, look forward to that coming in the new year. I suspect it's... I suspect the main trade will still be War Machine, um, but feel free to come along and use the tables however you like. I am on board as one of the staff members of the Iron Arena yet again. Um, Smug Pit, is it now called again? Yes, please do. It will probably be using the Iron Arena software. It will probably be Smug Pit again. I'll wait until until someone tells me I'm employed. (laughs) We always need volunteers. Um... Again, employed. Oh wait, no, we're not judges, are we? Wrong, wrong game. Do, 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 do. Part of the ship, part of the crew. Yep. Um, so yes, Smogcon is back. Look forward to tickets being released at some point in the indefinite future. Um, come along because, if nothing else, John Webb has proven he knows how to put on a damn good show. Um, damn fine show. Yes. Whilst also weeping and hiding in a room somewhere. Um, through the sheer mental stress of it all. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of people who are, he's not, we- he's not weeping. He's not weeping because of mental stress. I, I was in that room with him. Okay, he's weeping for, for other reasons. Fair enough. Um, speaking of people who are undergoing severe mental stress and potentially weeping in a cupboard, Alex, how's the ETC going? Um, yeah, it is nearly upon us. I'm almost ready. Hopefully, uh, I have an even number of teams now as well, which is which is good. Uh, That's always a good start, although one of them is missing a player. Uh, yes, yes, there is. If anyone's out there listening right now and wants to play in the ETC at the weekend, uh, then get in contact with the uh, on the ETC page on Facebook, um, which is just War Machine ETC, I think. Don't worry, I, I can I can bring along an army and Benj can play that. For them. Uh, I, I can bring an army. Benj isn't playing anything. He's giving rules answerings. Yeah, rules answerings. I like it. It's good. Yes, yes. If anyone's got any rules questionings, rules answerings will be done by Mike, Jason, and Ben. What's a rule? What? Exactly. Yeah, but basically the the same crew you see at about half the events of the UK. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, but that's fine. I I, I enjoy it. So good, good. Because you can't get out tied in. I I can. I could just not drive there. Please don't not drive there. <laughs> Help me I, mean, I mean, you know, I've just started a new job. It's been a very stressful, very tiring as well. Yeah, oh, long I days. Get, I might just get to the end of Friday and go, yeah. oh, you know what? I hey. can't make the trip to Cardiff. 
Yeah, absolutely. Kurt, money let down. Don't don't use to <laughs> come up with that nonsense. Uh, <laughs> anyway, parenting parenting has priorities, I'm afraid. Yeah. So uh, I should mm. be there as soon as I can after work. Yeah. And basically, uh, looking, I mean, I've, I've done the, the data input. Obviously, pending the uh, change in if we do find a replacement for the uh, player who's potentially dropped, um, I've got a breakdown of the the factions. So as you mentioned before, there's no minions. <laughs> feel disappointed. No one's so uh, that implies Richard Dean is not going at all, depending on what he's playing, obviously. Yeah. Well, uh, Richard he's Dean... My, he's been playing my minions recently. Well, I've got a while now. Uh, I don't think he's been playing your minions play. very well. I know, Richard, Richard, he hasn't played them very Richard well, Dean, hasn't he? Richard Dean is, is there. Uh, where is he now? Cornwall? Played Richard for Corners team? Signar, allegedly. Oh, I see. Oh. Although there was, there was one gentleman who I believe was either playing men off all minions, I believe. That, we'll, we'll wait and see. As it stands at the moment, though, there are no minion players. So that makes me sad. How um, many mercs? How many mercs? You've got five mercenaries. So Convergence is the least represented faction with three. You've got mercenaries, uh, Circle Obros, Trollbloods, Cricks with only 12, Scorn with 12, and Menoth with 12. So they're all tied for fifth, effectively. Uh, then the top four. Do we know what top one is Signal? It is indeed twenty-three. Circle second or third? No, circle. Oh, nine, sorry, you said a really eight. big one. Yeah. So you're missing uh, in no specific order: Retribution, Kador, and Legion. Legion second. Oh well, no. I'll stop now. <laughs> Kador, our second. So Signal, I've got twenty-three players at the moment. I believe the player who is potentially dropping is a Signal player, so that may go down to twenty-two. Um, you've got sixteen Kador, fourteen Retribution, and fourteen Legion. So it's uh. It's quite an even split. I think the the top sort of seven seven factions, well, excluding Signar, well around that uh, twelve to fifteen mark. So yeah, it should be interesting. Got a couple of yeah. teams from <clears throat> Germany. Got uh, a team with a few Swedish players on there. Um, team Scotland coming back again. You're just slowly moving it further away from Scotland in the hope that they don't turn up for their free ticket, aren't you? Well, that's no. Um, yeah. <laughs> No. Next year, call my, uh, my my daughter actually uh, said to me, uh, "Are the Scottish players coming again?" I was, said, "Yeah." It's like, why? They always win. Why don't you just tell them it's like the, the the Olympics and it's only every four years? But only tell them that, tell everybody <laughs> else to come, and then gives other people a chance, or you know, don't give them the free ticket, or you know, trying to come up with all these ways of, of not getting the Scots down. But uh, yeah, it's, uh, I mean, the, the Scottish team is a different looking team this year. There's no uh, no Billy. Um, I can uh, well, I'll, I'll confirm to you who is on Team Scotland. I, I, I bring you from Richard Dean, by the way. He is playing Signal at the request of the other members of his team. <laughs> so yeah, Team Team Scotland is is Bryce, Alistair, Fraser, uh, David Mace, and Mark Williams. So okay, I know Mark Williams definitely isn't Scottish, but uh, I don't know what's happened there. But he's playing for Team Scotland. Maybe different, so, Mark, uh, maybe different Mark Williams. No, I'm pretty sure it's the, the, that Mark Williams. As long as he enjoys himself, it's fine. Well, that's it. That's it. So uh, I'm sure everyone will have a good weekend. It's all about the fun. Let's face it. Yes, yes. There will be at least five games. Um, well, no, at least four games, should I say. Potentially five games. Uh, we're at 2016 at the moment, so we're not going to go to six games, um, which is, is good and bad. It's got positives and negatives to, to both sides of that. But uh, the weekend, worst case scenario, there's going to be 100 odd players there looking for a good time and uh, hopefully everyone will be like minded and enjoy themselves. Good. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Any other questions or anything else I can answer? No, I, I think we're, we're, we're good for the ETC weekend. Yeah. Um, 
I'm, I'm not really about covers it. Mm. So okay. looking forward uh, yeah, to seeing the it... storm again and them taking money I don't have out of my wallet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Another feeling. Um, but uh, yeah, if, if anyone is interested in, in taking part, you know, ideally, if you could find ten people who want to play as opposed to just five, <laughs> that'd be fantastic. But there's still spaces, so uh, I'll happily take your money off you. If you and nine of your closest mates want to play War Machine, come on down. Yeah, come down for me. Uh, in all seriousness, again, if anyone is listening, there is a team that is looking for one additional player. So if you are, you know, free this weekend and you're listening, how many people have we got listening? Three. Three. If one of you three players is, is listening. Come on down. One's Richard Dean. <laughs> uh, I, I have I have a good uh, feeling that at least one of them is. I'll give you a hint. It's really at least good. one of them. Yeah, because he answered at the question. He has to be listening live if he answers the question. <laughs> oh dear. Anyway, should we uh, should we go on to any other business? Already? Well, it's past half ten. We've oh. done the main topic. What Just more do you want? I can't give you it? infinite value for money, Matt. We're having people raising questions about the value for money on this. Well, to be fair, it's pretty good value for money. Big <laughs> podcasts are produced for free. And to be honest, it would have to be. Oh, what is he trying to say? Anyway. So. Moving on. Alex, any other business? Uh, not really. Not really. I've been uh, making price support this evening. So uh, the uh, best in faction price support. We'll get you. Hmm. So, uh, I think you've been plenty of fancy things for the players to look forward to. Um, yeah, well, yeah, um, they've kind of <laughs> been a little bit let down in in regards to player support. I was looking at a few different options, but unfortunately, that's not come through. So I'm looking to uh, invest as much as possible back into kind of prize support, hoping to do a bit of a raffle. Um, so maybe not everyone's going to get something, but people will get things, and uh, there'll be games, there'll be food, there'll be people. What more can you want? Fair Dancing enough. girls? Dancing girls? Dancing girls. Well, Kurt, I thought maybe you could come and do that. Uh, yeah. You've got the legs for it. To, oh, thank you. I'd have to um, I'd have to bring my six-year-old with me. Obviously, she's a girl, and she does do dancing. No, that's quite no, what, what I meant. Like Dancing girl that you were thinking, though. Not really. No. no but, uh, yes. Yes, let's, uh, let's move on from there. Yeah, I think so. Okay. So, Benj, any other business? Um, not really. Looking forward to the tournament. It's going to be interesting. I might bring some models down if anybody who does fancy a game. Well, on, on Saturday, well, depending on when I'm there, mm-hmm. uh, I could probably give you a, a game either on Friday or on Saturday. Mm. Friday is less likely because I probably won't be there until about eight. That's fine. I will bring some models and see what happens. We can finally get a game. Oh, no. Have you never played? Uh, not together. And uh, this is after what three, four years? Yeah. Yep. Yep. So there we go. <clears throat> okay. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, Benj wants to play people. Um, Kurt. Love and hey left me till last. <laughs> well, no, I'm always left until last. But yeah. you're true. But yeah, compared to me. Uh, yeah, I've um, discovered this game. Four zero K. It's a pretty independent game, from what it, I think it is. Yeah, startup. I think. Well, I think it might have been a Kickstarter. I'm not sure. The publisher's quite new in the field and yeah. borrowed a lot of. I, you li- know... I like taking a punt on things like that as well, and I had some figures that seemed compatible, so I thought I'd give it a go. You're taking a risk. Are you proxying? Uh, well, I don't consider it proxying because they look quite similar. Oh, okay. But not, not exactly the same. Are you sure? Okay. They look you... a bit smaller. They look a bit smaller. Not quite to scale. Not to just, yeah. Oh, okay. But near enough. I mean, are they metal? Semi, some are, yeah. Are, are you sure? Yeah, they're heavy. 
Because I heard, I read on the grapevine that this was all plastic. I think the figures that they've got out now, so I mean, it's my proxy, as you say, my older oh, okay. figures, uh, mm-hmm. that, that kind of surpass, they're just passable. Just about. Okay, they're, they're just passable. Yeah, so I had a, uh, a game of it last week, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was great fun. It was that. I played on a 4 by 4 table, and uh, it was really, really good fun. Well, that's entirely wrong for a start, isn't it? Not if you play um, 50 power. You can just play a small skirmishy style game at 50 power. Instead of getting into the minutiae of points, you go, let's have a 50 power game. You throw it together. You don't care about the little upgrades. You have whatever you like. And you can play it on a 4x4. It's, it's really good. Um, Games Workshop joining the industry standard table size. Well, what no. Matters? If you want to play full-blown tournamenty stuff, it's still 6x4. Um, and it's still the same sort of complicated points cost of how much is a bolter? Um, but... Um, uh-huh. uh, if you want to just throw down quickly in the way that we would with other systems, you can just go, all right, well, this unit costs, I don't know, 13 power for a unit of 10 care of space marine. That's it. And you can have whatever options you want from the list for included in that. So you could... It, it you could whatever options are on the model normally, I think, for GW games. Um, pretty much. But you, uh, there are a lot of different variations within that. You've got a page, like a, um, um, a, a data slate, whatever they're calling it, stat page. And you have options, which, so, yeah, as you say, whatever's on the model, but you can, you could change your models. I mean, bear in mind, this isn't privately pressed. The models come modular and you can put whatever, practically whatever you like on them. Not, you know, ridiculously so, but from the box that you write in, there's a lot of different options. Having just bought some new plastics yesterday, there's a lot of options. I always were quite a few, but, and also I'm finding that I'd forgotten how good TW plastics are. Yes, they are pretty nice plastics. They're the best. I mean, just having having played and put things together by the manufacturers over the last few years, and okay, majority PP, but various other things as well. This is just superior. I'm quite surprised. I've forgotten how good it is, um, and they've got better because I'm looking at the, mod- the older models and they're just better. So I'm keen. I, I'm enjoying it. It's fun. Um, I'm finding I'm not I'm not going to go away and flog all my primitive press and walk away from it, but I'm finding things like you read the Errata. It just feels like a whole lot of no fun. I think I need a break from it. That's, that's what I need. And to be honest, any game you do need occasionally that kind of walk away, do something different with yeah. it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> as the the club I go to, you know, moving you know, sideways into my any other business, um, the club I go to for X Wing has been playing hundred point tournament games of X Wing for a very, very, very long time. We've done multiple tournaments. We've done like loads of hundred point games. We've just gone. Who does something different? And actually started picking up the scenarios that come with stuff. So this last week we played uh, 250 points of Imperials versus 200 points of Rebels. But the Rebels have three transports that they have to get to various exits on the board. It was a really fun game. It didn't play like anything we've played before. And because we made one key limitation as well, no named pilots. Oh, cool. So you couldn't have any of the ridiculous interactions. You just had to go for the ships you wanted and try and build something from those rather than go, yeah, I've got uh, wedge and these w- upgrades. Pigs, and, yeah. it's like, uh, and it made for a really interesting game because you didn't see the same tricks you see in every other game, um, which was really cool. That does sound really cool. Yeah. It, it, we're, we're doing more of it in future weeks as well. Um, admittedly, because the pack of scenarios we have, it means I'm playing Imperial at the moment. But even that's a very interesting break from Scum and Villainy. So, fun to see where it goes. Um, but on top of that, this last weekend, I went to Bristol to go and play War Machine. How was that? Was that what was the turnout like for that one? Uh, 16 players. 
Okay, still quite, still well attended. Oh yeah, yeah. Bristol is generally well attended. Um, Sixteen players. I finished uh, eight. Oh, cool. um, one, two, lost two. Um, and the big change from last time, where I kind of just spanked out. Did, I, I didn't feel like I had the best of the day. Um, I took Damiano instead of Ashley, and that changing list meant that I felt like I was at least in with a chance in every single one of my games, um, which is a huge difference. Yeah. Um, and there's there's not. You know, a, a huge amount between the lists. It's like one warjack and a couple of units that have changed. But the fact that Damiano can just go, yep, I feet and I can take out armor now is enough to swing an awful lot of games. Um, I'm not going to go in for a blow by blow on all the games because they were all fun. They were all very hard fought. Um, Battle Report Podcast. No. This is episode 83. The last time we did a Battle Report podcast was episode 8. Did people die? 83. I thought we were well above that, but yeah. No, we're only in episode 83. Cool. So another 17, and we can all retire. Oh. Where are we retiring to? Devon. Get a house in. Lounge for cigars and brandy. Oh, yeah. Like that. Um, but yes, I had a lovely time in Bristol. I'm looking forward to the next tournament very much. Um, where. I don't know, I might do something even wackier, perhaps. Bring out that E Magnus double colossal list. Who knows? So yeah. That that's my uh, any other business. So I think all that remains now is for Alex to sign us off. Woo! You've been listening to Lee Cotter, the podcast that talks about other things, not just War Machine Horde. Um I've been Alex. I've been Mike. I've been Kurt. I've been Ben Shh. I think <laughs> you sure? Been... Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> Pretty sure. Bye. Bye bye. Bye, Nick. Bye, Nick. Listen to Elite Cadre, a War Machine and Hordes podcast. Email us at elitecadrepodcast at gmail.com or find the whole team on Twitter at bit.ly forward slash elite cadre. Music provided by Martin DeBont and Symphony of Spectres. And now, in a world of perfect production and seamless transitions, we bring you the chaos that lurks beneath the surface. These are the Easter eggs. It's, it's, like, it's like Steampunk Adventures of Babadonada.
Have you not I seen think it? I heard about this one. Yes, vaguely. Beth's got it. It's awesome. Um, the the one thing I've seen with Charles Babbage in recently, which was, well, it's it's not Charles Babbage per se. It's uh, oh, I'm trying to think of the name. Empire of Corpses. Uh, okay. Uh, which is? It's a game. It's a board gameish thing. No, it's um, it's an anime movie. Oh. And basically, um, the the the. The world has learned how to reanimate corpses to basically use them as slave labor. Yes. Um, a bit like the end of Shaun of the Dead. And they have um, these great thinking engines that are, that it, in the end turn out to be part of the problem. And there is a wonderful line that just near the end of the movie, in the, sort of a, in the midst of all these explosions, everyone running around, is the line, We must stop Charles Babbage. Excellent. Sounds sensible. I agree. We should go back and stop it. Nick has posted a what? A picture of Daniel Radcliffe. Um, it's those a... two pictures I've posted. You posted something. Oh, is it you posting? In the... Posting. Yeah. Oh, okay. So all these uh, code names. I can't go with these code names. I have to translate them all the time. Tell me what those two colossals are. What colossals? A storm wall. <sighs> oh, with stupid leg. And that's a hurricane. Jolly yes. good. They're okay as conversions then. Uh, the top part is a bit confusing. It just looks like a storm wall with an extra part. But yeah. Uh, oh, I see what he's done. Wall on the, a storm wall on the silly legs. Which no. Got storm wall on the strider legs. Yeah. Yeah. That's valid. It's not the first to do that. You've got the two big guns. You've got the yeah. two fists. I tell you what, if you got rid of the Tesla coil on the top of the uh, actual storm wall, that would have passed as a hurricane fine. But it kind of distracts from the other two turrets on the side. Which are the real conversion? Hey, on the hurricane. Yeah, yeah. So if you the the Tesla coil at the top distracts from the actual conversion, which is the two turrets. If you look at the oh, two turrets, yeah. See, it, it, I I missed that the first time. Distracts from the two turrets. What do you mean? It's got two cannons where the turrets go for the other one. No, no, no. The turrets are the top two cannons where the. Can you see yeah. them? The the electrical, yeah. yeah. The the Tesla coil distracts from that. The one at the top, the bit sticking out of its head, which is supposed to be an arc node. Yes. Doesn't look anything like an arc node. Oh, it doesn't. You're right now. But no, I think okay. I think you would I think you would look at that and interpret it the other one. Yes. Mm. You enjoying your food? Whatever that is. Uh, yeah, I'm just really hungry. If you could finish eating before we start, there's a love. I'll mute myself and then talk for half an hour, forgetting that you're still muted. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Um, I mean, it's it's got storm emitters. It's got the two cannon. It's got the shock fists. I would say for anything like that, there's a big question. Is Hurricane actually out? Uh, yes. Yeah, it's been out for a while. It's out. Um, yeah, I'd say as long as they talk to the person and say this is a hurricane. Um, I like. Um, I always enjoy talking to tos about um, about my bouncer. When the only thing that's that's bouncer is the head and the shield, no other part of the model is bouncer, and they give you me a funny look generally and go, "What? Why, why are you asking me?" The amount of time, I, I'll, I'll be honest, I've actually stopped pe- asking tos about my Ashley because they say no, you don't want to. But there's enough of them now <laughs> that know that model. They're like, yeah. <laughs> no, they just say no, and you don't like it, so you just go on the task. You know, I'm just like, oh, don't care what you think. I'm not asking. Yeah, I got space brains on my table. God, you're going to be insufferable now. I am. It's going to be cool. The War Machine's rubbish. I don't know why anybody plays that stupid game. See, I'm only standing like a 40k player. Ooh, although, although like... do you know what? Do you know what? What I can't One do is... I don't understand. Do you know, if you want to be a proper 40k player, you have to go, 
I don't understand what these these tags and titles and stuff are. I don't get it. What do you mean? I don't, what? Because the, the, the massive confusion is around because they started using tags. Like, um, I don't mean big robots. I mean, um, um, on model types and unit types and everything yeah, else. So, so like in War Machine, you have... Like Nick every other fucking modern Nick game. Nick. Yes. Yeah. And tons and tons of players are finding it really difficult because they go, but what does that mean? Like, it means the same as it does in every other game. Yeah. I mean, it came from TCGs, pretty much. Did it? That, well, that's where I first encountered it. What, keywords? Like, not, not keywords. So, for instance, in the in the bar below the picture on a magic card, you have, you know... Um, legendary magical phantom dragon or whatever yeah and those would all be individually addressable words so you could yeah if something targeted dragons it would target it if something targeted magical dragons it would but if you targeted uh, blue dragons it might not or whatever right yeah but yeah it's yeah okay and i hadn't realized 40k had um finally joined the 19th century um in lots of ways i mean to be honest I, i i can see GW have made a hell of a lot of effort over the last few years. Very huge. Pull back that impression. I talked. I talked to a chap in the shop, and he he said before this new CEO came along, everybody was pretty much very down. But he yeah. has single-handedly redone re-engagement with the community, opened social media channels, and basically just put people in the right places and made made the right gameplay decisions and learnt from Age of Sigma. <laughs> They've, they've, they've basically taken what PP did, yes. and they've, they've, they've got the network there that means they can go, okay, we can do what you've done, and more. Meanwhile, PP have been closing that network. Yeah. PP seems to be battening down the hatches for something. Feels like it. I, I will say that one of the greatest unintended consequences of the forums... Just basically being shuttered, which yeah. might as well have been. Yeah. Um, is the fact that the infernal rulings aren't getting out. Yeah. Because no one goes there anymore. No, no bother at all. Oh. I mean, I don't go there. Was nothing there. And as well as that, they shut down the PG resources. Yeah. So PGs now can't get their hands on W, and also can't get their hands on the Iron Arena stuff unless they know Plazoid. Mm. Yep. So, not well. Not that there is a PG scheme anymore, but there are. I know. But I wasn't going to tell that, but yeah, there are volunteers yeah. who run events. Um, although there are rumblings of that changing in Europe, um, I make no further commitment on that. I've seen that email. Yeah. So. Oh, uh, mm, yeah. Mm. Mm. Things are afoot. Mm. I still uh, like elves. At the circle K. Elves, elves. I'll elves. keep building terminators. It's fine. <laughs> I did try fish out a few models actually before. Uh, I, I found a fully painted Brother Captain Stern that I'd done ages ago. Really nice actually. And that's what nearly made me buy Grey Knights again. Um, I'm, what I'm doing is I'm, um, I'm bringing out my Thousand Sons, sprucing them up. I know we're just in paint table anyway. And I've bought new Terminators because my old Terminators are tiny in comparison now. And I bought the new Exalted Sorcerers because they look awesome. And I'll probably buy, buy Araman and a few characters, bits and pieces. And then see how I feel. And see what the game's happened by the time I've done that. And then, I don't know, because I've got quite a lot of Thousand Sons. I've got enough. I don't need tons. I, I like the new standard, the new um, Rubric Marines. They're very tempting. Rubric um, Marines? Rubric Marines, yes. Kubrick? Like Stanley Kubrick? No. Rubric as in Rubicon. As in the Rubicon. very tasty drink. I was going to say mango juice. Yeah. 
Yeah. And the, um, oh, what's it? What is the word now? I can't think of. Is there, is there a manga juice called Rubicon? Is it? Yeah. That's a very um, ominous thing to call a juice. It's normally cranberry. Is it? Yeah. But still, still a very powerful thing, word phrase to use for. Uh, Adulterous, that's it. Has anyone seen the Rubicon Juicy Water advert? No. With the adulterous, no, I don't watch television. Uh, I don't watch television much either. Um, it's, uh, it's actually it's it's quite amusing. Um, so Rubicon have, have released this, this new sort of fruity water. Um, and Rubicon. The, the, Life-changing, universe-altering kind of point-in-time juice. Yep. Um, but they have released this this juice that is like juicy water. Um, so the, the advert is... It's like Oasis. Yeah. Anthropomorphic yeah. bottles of water on holiday. Um, and as the, uh, the, the the husband is sort of lay on a sun lounger, uh, he looks at his wife being massaged by these fruits, anthropomorphic fruits. And then he looks at his children and looks at these masseuses, whatever you call them, um, and they are the, the flavours of the water. So he then starts realising that his wife on at times has had uh, extramarital affairs with the uh, the anthropomorphic fruits. And vegetables as well? Or just fruits? Just fruits. This is the weird What did I just listen to? Yeah, what is this? Let me find it. Am, am I having, like, a stroke so or something? I'd just like to say, you both asked him to do what he's about to do. Just point that out. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not doing it. No, you did. I am you not, right. yeah, I'm not going to look at whatever he puts in that chat. You just said, I don't know. I, I didn't say that. I know better. I've met Alex before. <laughs> So, <clears throat> should we do show now? Might as well. Mm-hmm. A swift, a swift half hour. A swift half hour. <laughs> is, it, is, it, is it midnight yet? No. Well, unless we want to hear about Rubicon Marines. Uh, <coughs> um, you will. I'll do it again. You do it again. He'll do it again. He says. I will. I tell you. You can't stop me. That's an unstoppable force. Waters had a fruity fling. Fair enough. Shut up, guys. Well, that's a podcast. Yay. It is. It couldn't be anything else, really. No. It could have been a chicken. You don't know that? A bad chicken. Mm. Not a robot chicken. No. We got sued. Speaking of, I did finally get, get around to watching the uh, Lego Batman movie. That's very good. I watched it again recently. I love it to pieces. That was great. With, I saw it in the cinema with loads of kids, and then I saw it recently. It's very good. Yep. I can't remember why, but I couldn't stay awake during that film. Um... You got Will Arnett allergy. <laughs> no, what was it? It sounded really good. That sounded better than it did in my head, actually. It's unusual. When was it in the cinema? March? 8th, February? Hmm. I'm guessing. I can't remember. But I went. Yeah. No, I just, I think I'd, I'd done something maybe the night before, been up late. Mate. I don't know. Anyway. Drugs? Really memorable. No. No, no drugs. I'm a good boy. But yeah, I only picked it up because it was kind of relatively cheap on Google Play. It's really um, good. But by which I mean, like, a quid cheaper than buying it on Blu-ray. Like, well, I could just buy it now and, and watch it on my telly. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's a no-brainer, really, isn't it? Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of finding there's a lot of stuff I want to buy on um, Google Play at the moment. So. I bought um, I bought Undermilk Wood on Google Play this week. Oh, okay. I saw it for the second time in the theatre at the weekend. And I, I think, having watched it now twice in the theatre this year, Mm-hmm. One was a little Amdram local, and then for comparison, we decided we would book the um, Bristol Old Victorian Company. Mm. So kind of students, but yeah, well-trained students. And I'm utterly hooked. It's amazing. Um, What's that one? 
Under Milk Wood by Dylan Thomas. It's just a day in the life of this little sleepy village, but the characterization and the language is like nothing else. It's it's the shoot is really, really cool, really, really funny. The first time it's a bit confusing, a bit like, do what now? And then sec- having watched it a second time with a frame of reference, went, okay, I got that a bit better this time. I got that. And now there's radio plays of it. There's a TV movie type thing with Michael Sheen and, and um, loads of people in it. Um, Michael Sheen does tend to improve anything he's in. I'm not saying he makes it good because he's been in some real stinkers as well. Yeah. Improve anything he's been in. Um, There's loads of people in it. There's tons of um, mainly Welsh, but very, very good people in it. Um, Yeah, so I'm hooked on that. It's my new um, obsession. I will say, if you're looking for a a family film to watch on um, Google Play, there was a a pack of Studio Leica films on there for like 20 quid. One of them is... Kubo and the Two Strings. Oh, I really want to see that. Kubo and the Two Strings is an absolutely fantastic family movie. Um, it's all done, and, and the people here in the house were surprised to, to know at the end, it's all done in stop motion. Yeah. Uh, but it looks so fluid and gorgeous. It's absolutely fantastic. Um, and it's one that it'll probably scare the kids a little. Yeah. But it's definitely, it, um, have you watched Coraline? Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, same studio. Oh, okay. Uh, and same kind of tone. Right. You kind of got this whole thing of it, it's so a good my, kid's tale, but slightly darker. So my eldest has put has got found two films on Netflix: Daddy I'm a Zombie, and then the sequel Mummy I'm a Zombie, and that has a similar feel and a similar kind of stop motion, kind of almost Tim Burton style looking, kind of you know like early Tim Burton animation style. Yeah. Um, and is has a similar level of. Of, of dead people walking around as Coraline does. Well, I've still got two of their other films to watch, which is uh, Box Trolls and... I've heard of that one. Uh, Paranorman. That's very familiar. So, it's yeah, it, it is very good. I was very... I'm still... I'm now behind on Twin Peaks. I'm behind on um, American Gods because I'm watching it with Beth and we haven't sat down and watched it. And... Um, yes, more TV needed, but I keep doing other things like building space marines. Oh, I'm behind on so much TV. This is the worst thing because I had a period where I wasn't at work. Yeah, it just became why bother? I can do it later. And now I'm back at work, going woohoo! No free time again. Yeah, you think you've got no free time? You don't know you've lived. <laughs> you do fill your time well, though, don't you? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm out sort of Monday evening, Tuesday yeah. evening, Friday evening most weeks. In other news, who's excited for then L5R? When... Pardon? Who's excited for L5R? I am. Not yeah. me, not me. There's someone down my club in um, in um, Newbury who wants to play it. Um, and I've gone, they're turning L5R into an LCG. Colour me intrigue. As long as it's still with a crab clam. Mm. Um, oh, the filthy crab clan! I quite enjoyed them. I only, only ever played a few games. The original one. Um, I think it's going to be vastly different, though, isn't it? Oh yes, it is. Uh, they've done things like uh, when you put the heroes into play, they have a number of fate tokens, which means they're only in play for a certain amount of time. For instance, you, you buy how many fate tokens you want them to have, don't you? Yeah. And or also, again, fate it, or destiny or something like that. But yeah, in but, other news, moving again, kind of segueing on swiftly from there. Has anyone seen about uh, Corvus Belli's new game, Ariesta? No. I didn't realize I, I didn't realize I got a new game. I'd heard something about the the name, but yeah, well, RES is kind of like their in-universe fighting tournament thing, and it looks like they, they've released basically some some shots today of the um, 
like miniatures that are going to be in there and then some also shots and it looks from from all intents and purposes from what i can see because of like the, the characters maximus designated tank wild bill designated ranged designated support it's going to be like um oh, potentially like a um, league of legends okay thing, essentially um mm. got controllers scorers tanks so it's, it could be kind of a, a step in in that kind of direction or maybe kind of overwatch direction i, I was gonna uh, say i thought yes. if if, if Philly, we were going to do anything with that universe it's really ideally placed to do something like overwatch um is that that new advertising that sorry i i haven't i saw something from culver's bell i had a, like a an anime character in a pink background or something was that that might be part of it it's not related <laughs> no i think it might be i think it might be to do with this ariesta <sighs> Is that set within one of the factions, or is it nothing to do with um, Infinity? No, I think it's, it's just kind of uh, all the nations. I mean, e- each one looks like it kind of potentially belongs to a faction. Not, it's not specific. Ariadna sounds like another computer name of theirs. To get Ariadna is a big computer comp- faction, big like cyborg, not cyborg, but it's all masterminded by one central computer, isn't it? Ariadna, no, they're the Russian. Oh, they are. Sorry, yeah, it's, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I've got completely wrong. Yeah, yeah. I was, thinking, I was thinking of the um, the, the latter faction that came out, but it wasn't Ariadna at all. No, that was the kind of yeah. Oh, that's, it was, it's Aristea, isn't it? The name Aristea. But uh, they, they, there's that game that one of the Aussie guys or a group of Aussies um, kickstarted. That was very, I can't think what it's called now. It was very much kind of in that vein, the uh, kind of League of Legends style game. Oh, I think I remember it being discussed. What, Load, or was it? Load is the no, other MOBA. No. Rum and Bones is the only other one as well. No, it's... Um, let's see if I can... I'm sure it's what, board uh, game? Galea that was doing that. Sorry. No, is it a board game. game you're talking about? or No, tabletop oh. game. Oh. I have 5,000 sun Scarab Occult Terminators. They look fucking awesome. Yeah, the fact Aristea looks hex-based as well, which is interesting. I'll, I'll be honest at this point with all the precise measurement, judgment, of, uh, judgment, and, uh, all the uh, the template malarkey of um, X-wing hexes do appeal sometimes. Mm. But that's partially why I pledged for. Um, oh, I've forgotten the name there. That, that that's going to bother me. Um, the one that Weta Workshop did with the giant robots. Oh yeah, oh uh, yeah, yeah. Um, giant killer robots. Yes, because it's pretty much that, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Um, Adam um, Tremblay was keen on that as well. Yeah, I, I um, gave I gave them several monies to have not just what was there, but to also have, you know upgrade the buildings to plastic ones and get all the bits, and bits on top of them and nice dice and. I'm currently trying to decide exactly how much money to give to Cool Money or not right now. <laughs> oh, okay. I think I'm gonna have to shoot guys, so I will. Uh... I'm probably going to leave as well because I need to talk to people about stuff. So, yeah, well, I will uh, see you, Benj and Mike at the weekend. And yep. Kurt, I will not because you're a dropout. Yep, totally. And uh, yes, here's to a good weekend. Yep, enjoy. See, see you later. Thank you, you to too. the listening audience. You've been lovely and partially yep. sound. Well uh, behaved. Mm. Yes. Um, we shall see. We next decide to record, which I'll start another. Um, I forgot the name of the service. My Go brain me page. Doodle. Yes, that's it. I'll start with the doodle, um, and we can decide what date we're doing next month, which cool. is far too soon. Yes, yeah, like next week. So Death tomorrow. Yay! Hopefully, I get paid that month. I got paid yesterday, and the money's disappearing far too fast.
Yeah. Right. Chatty bye, audience. Cool. See you later.